everyone. This is Alex Malou for the IBC Amina podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We are joined by one of our Aminacom speakers. It's a pleasure to have you with us today, Amy. Before we jump into what you'll be doing at the event, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yes, great. Thanks for having me, Alex. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, well, about me, I guess, like many in the industry, I started on a path where I thought I would become a journalist. And um, early in my career, I worked for magazines and on the event side of PR, which is how I got started in this wonderful career. Um, and I remember around that time, a conversation I had with a mentor, and that I was thinking of maybe going back to school, studying journalism, really pursuing the path. And she said to me once in, a, in, a, in one of those mentoring moments, you know, you, you don't want to do journalism. You need to do PR. It's like being a journalist, only it pays, and then you get to define the story. And, you know, at the time, I had no idea what she meant. I was young. But the more I go, the more I was like, thank you for that advice, because actually she was right. It's a lot of fun being on this side of, of things and uh, how it's changed the whole world of media over the, over the last year. She, she was visionary in being able to anticipate that. So that set me down the path of corporate comms. And I've had the privilege over the last two decades of working in global communication roles all over the world with brands such as Bacardi, Nestle, General Mills, Kempinski Hotels. And in that, I have seen the full spectrum of comms, but I have a special interest on the reputation building side of things. And that's actually what has led me more specifically to work with purpose-driven companies on, on purpose and working with their leaders in earning trust for the brand and creating a story that resonates broadly, not only with consumers, but also with employees, investors, and the like. And that is the title of your talk at Aminacom. It's named, or you've given it the name, you've got purpose, so now what? Now, what are you going to be focusing on at Aminacom, and what are you going to be sharing with the attendees? Yeah, so the talk is all about purpose, and it's probably a term a lot of folks there have heard because it's been a buzzword in our industry over the last five, ten years. Um, and I'm going to be talking about purpose and the implication for us as communication leaders. And I think it's no accident nowadays that purpose is the buzzword given, the, given what we're facing in industry. Um, leaders of companies are facing big challenges. There's you know, technology innovation at a pace that is mind-blowing. We have social, political disruption, not only in countries where that's always been the case, but increasingly so in what once would have been considered very stable economies. Um, and of course, there's this unprecedented environmental pressure. So it's really true that the days are over where business can operate in a vacuum and only deliver profits. Now, I'm not suggesting that profit isn't part of the equation, of course, but People now are more savvy, whether it's employees or consumers, and everyone is expecting more from companies. So the implications of that is that as a business, you have to be crystal clear about your reason for being. And not only be crystal clear, that's really just the first part of the equation, you then have to walk the talk, which is the, the bigger bit. So that's the now what bit of the talk. Um, and this can be really daunting, particularly for organizations that follow a very traditional structure from the, the 50s, 60s management school mindset. But I do believe that companies that get ahead in this space are the ones that are going to lead the way forward, not only in their industry, but also in society. And we do see great examples of that. 
So ultimately, what this is about is looking at how we can redefine value with purpose at the heart. You've mentioned there are two practical lessons you want to share with attendees. What are those two lessons uh, that you want us to walk away with? Yeah, I think they're, they're really key, two key things. Um, for one thing, I would say for communicators, this can feel quite daunting, but it's actually a pretty exciting time for us because what this means is that our companies that we work for, our organizations, are uniquely positioned to inspire what is what needs to be a large-scale collaboration on major global issues. So with governments, academics, companies, it changes the nature of our job. And as the guardians of reputation, we as communicators have understood for many years that value is much broader than sales. It's about employee engagement. It's about trust. It's about supplier relationships. It's about the communities that we're building where we operate. So one of the things I want to look at and that folks will take away from this is our role itself. So as what I call the corporate conscience, I, I say that corporate comms is acting as corporate conscience as opposed to the, the classic spin doctor image that we had from, you know, PR in the 80s and even into the 90s. Because we are the ones that are really on the, the you know, on the front line of this famous say-do gap. Um, in the sense that when a company doesn't live up to its promise, leadership turns to us. We're the first ones to, to come in and, and defend, whether through issue management, crisis management. We hope not crisis management, but often it gets that far. And so my look at this is how can we get onto the front foot rather than be chronically in a reactive position? And so when we do this well, what this means is we're really driving and directing business strategy. It's much more than about a campaign. This is about working with leadership to define the steps we take as a business. And so the other big takeaway we're going to have from this is actually how to implement. So what are the building blocks you need in your organization to make that happen? Because there are loads of purpose-oriented marketing campaigns out there, and, and I welcome that. I think this is a step in the right direction. But a quick fix campaign is really not enough because reputation is a long-term game. Uh, it's, it's not the quick fix tactics that are going to generate the sustained value over time that's needed for a business in this age of transparency. So we're going to look at the building blocks on how you can move from talking about purpose to actually living it. And there are three ways I, I like to do this. It's, uh, we're going to walk through some steps of an experience I had with a multinational leading this process. And it's really about obviously starting by doing the right thing. This can sound so obvious, but actually uh, it's harder than it seems because when doing the right thing means it'll cost a million of investment in a new plant, that's not a light decision. So doing the right thing and then talking about having done the right thing and getting others to stand with you. It really is as simple as that, but we'll take a look at how that comes to life in a, in a real life organizational setting. And I'll share some of the lessons that I learned doing this in a multinational. So what should communicators be saying when it comes to doing the right thing and also saying the right thing in an emerging region like the Middle East? 
I think working in a in an emerging region is a huge opportunity because it's a chance to I always say that when you come in someplace and the maturity of comms is a bit lower, you can leapfrog. You can leapfrog and learn from, you know, what other companies are doing. I've arrived in certain companies where we had the opportunity to really jump ahead five, ten years in terms of the platforms and technology. So first of there there are a couple of things on this one. The first is that in the Middle East, we're seeing enormous uh, emerging discussion and discourse on a lot of these topics. There was last year, uh, earlier in the year, uh, a global world government happiness summit. That was the theme of the summit in the UAE when I was over. And so I think this is not something that's off the radar by any means. It's really top of mind and on on the agenda of governments and on the agenda of companies. So it's something that with the right opportunity, companies can be first, companies can be the first mover and take from, you know, examples of the Unilevers and the Nestle's of the world who are out there uh, already on, on top of this. So I would say it's an opportunity to get ahead, both in industry and in, you know, in society and to be a true partner in a lot of these initiatives that are already taking hold in the region. Well, always a pleasure to talk to you, Amy. Thank you very much for your time, and we're really looking forward to hosting you in Bahrain in February at Aminacom. So thank you again. Thanks, Alex. I'm, I'm really excited to be there and to meet everybody. And thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, stay tuned for the next podcast edition in a couple of days' time. Until then, take care.